Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to Blitzburg Quad. I'm Wesley Seeley, joined alongside Shane Smith. Thanks for joining us as we dive into a recap for the Steelers and Bengals. Man, Shane Steelers, scrape through this one, man. Scrape through, five seconds left in overtime. Have you ever been as happy and as sad at a win as you are today? Yeah, I feel like um, we had some. I feel like we had some games last year. We went over like happy with the win, but and then you're like, oh, you get to that but, and you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know if it outweighs the win or not, but yeah, I'm with you, man. This was this was a win that was like, yeah, I'm happy with the win, but came with some baggage. But a <laughs> but. huge B U T. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was a. Uh, really fun and exciting game to watch, but at the same time, we had something happen in the game, and we were just like, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big blow. Yeah, TJ Watt, for those that don't know, uh, we are still waiting to be confirmed whether it's a full tear or a partial tear, but uh, has a pectoral injury. If yeah. it's a full tear, he's gone for the year, and we sure. don't get to have the greatest outside linebacker ever. You mean a uh, repeat of the DPOY? Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, if it's a partial one, we'll at least get to see him hopefully in the latter part of the year. I don't know the timetable on a partial. Probably depends on the severity. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of, you know, you win, but it kind of drains your sales real, real quick whenever yep. something like that That's happens. exactly what I was going to say is that the win is great, and we like to start off the year 1-0, but, man, this is a pretty huge blow. I mean, I, arguably, if not arguably, it's it's, it's pretty uh, night and day. That th- he's probably the best player on the team. I mean, we've For got sure. we've got a lot of studs. Don't I mean no discredit to the rest of the guys, but he's defensive player of the year. I mean, it's TJ yep. Watt. Defensive player of the year and I mean, you know, Najee was kind of gimping at the end and wasn't in yeah. the end as well. So, I mean, we we definitely came out very very beat up um yeah. in this game which unfortunately first game of the year that happened and it being a divisional game that definitely happens but i will say that as beat up as we are the Bengals um seem to be just as beat up as it, well it, it, was, it, a it was a rough game grinded out very physical very heated rivalry game yeah um i mean we were making some nice shots they were taking some nice shots and yep. it was just it was a fun game to watch until the injury started to pile up. Right, exactly. Like, oh. It was. It all started to happen at the end too. <laughs> yeah. What's funny about this too is uh, preseason. We stayed healthy the whole preseason, and I, I, I was just so pumped about that. I was like, man, we got through the preseason. None of our stars got injured. No, you know, maybe bumps and bruises here along the way, but we want to do this game healthy. Like mm-hmm. there was all the starters healthy and ready to rock and roll. And uh, yeah, just to kind of like have it all just kind of happen at once, <laughs> just a snowball effect was kind of a little bit unfortunate. But you know what happens, and especially with these rivalry games, it gets it gets rough and tough, man. And then uh, you know the injuries are a part of the game, unfortunately. So I hope TJ is able to make a um, speedy recovery um, for for the Steelers. But you know we want him just to get back to 100%. We don't want to rush back into anything. And, Absolutely. Um, hopefully it's not done for the year, but. We'll see what happens, I guess, tomorrow. He's going to get wearing the MRI and find out exactly what's going on with this pectoral there. So, um, But, you know, I guess we'll get the bad news out of the way. We got that out of the way. Yes. Let's talk about this game. The Steelers did win 23-20 to in a crazy, crazy, crazy game. I mean, for a week one game, this was bizarre. And, of course, Steelers picked up right where they left off the last season, just, like, making us... Taking years off our life, <laughs> helping us grow the gray hair faster than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it, I'm telling you, if the other 16 games are like this, I'll have a heart attack by the end of the year. There's, oh, yeah, we won't make it through the season, man. There's no way that I won't. I mean, 
you know, let's let's jump into the offense, you know, just to yeah. talk about the the heart attack that they caused because, you know, it was overtime, five seconds left, 23-20. But we could have put it away very, very, very early, right. uh, as we'll talk about when we get to the defense section. But our offense couldn't, you know, it, it was weird because some things that Canada was doing, it was like, oh, okay. That really worked. And yeah. we went down the field and we scored. Great. That's awesome. And then it's like we come back and it's like three and out. Three and out. Okay, we got a first down this time. Yeah. Six and out. Like, And it was <laughs> so inconsistent. Our offensive line is every bit of trash as we knew it was going to be. Um, I honestly felt that the Bengals were blocking us better than, yeah, <laughs> you know. know, like not that seeing the Bengals front on their offense was any better than what we were, but it just felt like every time the ball was hiked, Trubisky There's... had to be in shotgun, otherwise he would have immediately got drilled. Right. Like, over and over and over. And every time he made a throw, he was getting hit. Like, we're lucky that he didn't get injured because Kenny would have went in and I'd be excited to see Kenny, but then my fear would be like, well, how many shots can he take before he's out? Right. Um, I mean, surprisingly, I, I I agree with you. I think that their defensive front was getting a good push on our line. The line was a, a big issue. Yes, they sacked him one time, which I thought I, – I, I knew they didn't get to him very much. I knew they were constantly getting pressure in his face. I just knew they didn't get him on the ground very much. Um, and to Canada, man, I, I actually got to say I was actually sort of impressed with the game plan at some points. And, like, the, some of the play calling was, like, nifty. But I didn't like that it was so much, like, cuteness. Like, there were so many, like, end-arounds or, like, fake jet sweeps or – and I get it. You want that like motion and, and get you know get the defenders on their toes. See what see what they're running like man or zone. But it's also like it was almost like too much at some points. And I think it just needed like let's a just very, dial it back and just like focus on doing one thing well. Yeah, to me a very college style yeah. offense. Which yeah, college style offenses have worked for short terms in the NFL, but. As much as it expanded, at least in one game format, uh, you know, it was kind of sought out and kind of the same stuff we've seen last year. Yeah. Uh, we just have a slightly more mobile guy, so there was a few extra, like, nuances and plays thrown in. Yep. But it's still like, okay, defense has kind of learned what to do and kind of figured out what to do. And if it wasn't for Trubisky being able to move outside the pocket or break a tackle or two, you know, Ben probably would have taken 10 sacks if it was Ben behind yep. the, the line this year. Yeah, you're it's, right. I mean, it's one of those where... It was like a statue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Canada's, like you said, cuteness is, is going to deem, a, deem the possible end for us just for the simple fact that our line's not good enough to keep up with the cuteness and push somebody back, especially mm-hmm. when it's talented... Uh, you know, when they have a talented front like the Bengals or next week with the Patriots or right. the Ravens or the Browns or, yeah. you know, I mean, I can continue on and on and on because yeah. who we play this year, there's a lot of great defensive fronts that it's like, well, you know, maybe you should just play a typical, like, whatever style. Yeah. Offense. I don't care what kind of style, just not your college cutesy crap. Right. And then focus, like, get, I don't know, just – Dial in and get in the run game going. Like, get that yep. going, and then that'll open up the passing game and just make it, like, simplify it. I don't know. I just seemed I, – I was fine with some of the play calls. They were pretty cool. And, like, it was a double reverse flea flick. I don't even know what you call it. It was, like, flip it to Chase, flip it to Gunner. Gunner flips it back to Mitch. Mitch then throws it down the field to Pat. It was just a crazy play, and 
And he Mitch basically got that ball from Gunner and was like, get this thing out of my hands. I mean, he like got it and the guy was right in his face yep. and completed it to Pat. It was a nice play, but um, that's just a lot to make happen and a lot of timing you need back there when a yeah. line doesn't give you enough time for a five-step, three-step drop back. So right. a lot to ask of our line. Um, what I was going to say is going through like just position groups, like what was your thought uh, jumping into it, Mitch Trubisky? Like what was your thought? This is his, his first time starter for the Steelers here. Full, uh, full season, full sixty minute or full, full game, sixty minutes, regular season game. What was your uh, initial thoughts? Initial thought is up and down. Yeah, made some good throws, made some impressive things, got out of some plays that I thought, you know, again Ben would not have been able to because he can move his legs. However, I also thought that he missed some obvious throws and things like that. I get that the pressure was rattling him and things like that. Probably took him back to his Chicago days. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, there was some obvious open people that, um, you know, he missed, either didn't throw where it needed to throw or just didn't see overall. And um, so it put kind of a dampening again to where maybe we could have – you know, maybe it would have never went to overtime, and maybe we wouldn't have had to push, you know, TJ wouldn't have had to push himself so hard at the end of the game. And, you know, right. there's a whole bunch of what-ifs because Mitch makes a couple of those throws. My immediate thought is the one to George Pickens where he had blown through his guy, makes it on target. You know, it's a touchdown. A We're up by play. another seven, um, you know, and then that changes the whole dynamic on their defense. The whole, you know, the whole game entails itself on something as simple as that. Um, and even putting just together drives and whether it was, hey, Mitch, you're new here. And so you're going to listen and it's going to, again, cutesy college quarterback stuff where it's like you're going to throw it to this person mm-hmm. and not find the open guy. I would hope not because it's the NFL and you'd think that Mitch should know better that like just find the open guy. But yeah. I know there's certain things, and I know like high school ball, it's like, okay, this is the routes we're running, but you're throwing it to this person no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so is it? you'll never know the true answer, but yeah. it was one of those where it's like, okay, I, uh, you made some good plays, you made some bad plays, and overall you didn't kill us because you didn't turn the ball over. That, that's what I was going to say, yep. And you made a smart play specifically what I'm thinking about is in the end zone, Trey Hen- uh, Henderson. Oh, yeah, uh, Henderson, yeah was right in his That's face. That's right. And, I mean, he looks over, sees Pat Fryermuth, and was like, I know I can flick this Is ball just over to towards out. him yep. so I don't get the safety. And, yeah. I mean, that was a smart heads-up play. Big-time play. somebody yeah. under that amount of panic, and maybe somebody like Kenny Pickett would have been like, oh, maybe I can swing him off or something like that. And instead, Trubisky's like, nope, I'm just going to flick it. Hand. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, save the safety, which, again, ultimately could have changed the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, you're right. Um, yeah, the, I'm with you, though. I think, like, I, I like I like Trubisky still. I'm not completely giving up on the Trubisky experiment here. Uh, I think his um, his experience did show, like on that play, like you had that experience, that NFL quarterback experience in there, which is great. Um, I do agree though with you is I don't think he was seeing the field very well, and like I don't think he was finding those open receivers. I I know there was a picture on Twitter that I came across that somebody had screenshotted and uh, had shown it was like on the third and whatever third and four third and six play or we're down uh and Deontay ran backwards to give um, Boswell that long 53 yarder was Chase just standing right in the middle of the field wide open well enough open to get the first down and then uh he threw it out to De- Deontay Johnson and, and obviously came short of the first down so we had to kick a field goal but it was just one of those things where it was like 
see the field, like go through your progression, go through your read, whatever it is, man, find that open guy and keep that drive going. But obviously it didn't matter because we made the field goal and won the game. But it, it, it is those things that you do want to see him hopefully get better at throughout the season. And hopefully it's just right. not like uh, what we're going to see a continuance of. Um, right. Najee, uh, I guess we can maybe come and clump, clump the line and Najee into this one because um, – they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, Najee was kind of non-existent this game. Very non-existent. Uh, they kind of had him in there, but not doing a whole lot, which they said it could be due to conditioning and that. And he's got that Liz Frank injury. Mm-hmm. And then he took a wicked shot and oh you know went gosh. to the went to the locker room um, regarding that left foot. And so we'll. I mean, we honestly don't even know if he can play next week because he didn't play the rest of the game and right. he was back out on the sidelines. Um, and so I mean, again our line not being able to protect and not being able to do their job in the most simplistic form caused one of our stars to get injured, which was, you know, is one of my biggest fears. And yep. it unfortunately came to fruition. I know very early on. Yep. I hate, I hated to see him take that hit too. I, it reminded me, it was like flashback of like Le'Veon Bell getting rolled up on and tearing his ACL or MCL, whatever it was. It's like, Oh man, he took that hit and it bent. Ugh. Bend and very awkwardly. Bent, and, bent him up top. Man, yeah. it, it was rough looking. And and having a Liz Frank, I mean, if something happened that worsened it, if he's got to have surgery, that's probably the end of Najee's season. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it definitely was like... I, I And we talked about the Bengals' defense being legit, and especially their front four, front seven guys. Yep. Like, and they were. this whole The whole game, they were legit. They were stopping the run. They were getting pressure on. And we knew it was going to be a tall task for our offensive line to do anything. Um but but not creating running lanes for Najee. I mean, 10 carries, 23 yards is pretty poor. Um, Jalen Warren, man, he didn't do a whole lot in the running game, but in the blocking, like the blocking aspect of his game, he I thought like he looked. Veteran. I thought he looked awesome. <laughs> yeah. There was a uh, pass pickup or pass blocking pickup he he had in the game. I think on Jermaine Pratt knocked him right on his butt, and then there was two plays that stick out in my mind on end arounds one he blocked for chase um and was like the lead blocker i mean yep. and pushing the guy back too one yep. was von bell and the other one might have been the corner but i was like dude let's go jalen warren yeah i mean he's like i'm gonna get my hat if i'm not running the ball i'm gonna make it worth it and get, and get my head down and block for somebody he shows that grit and as much as you don't want to lose nausea it's nice to see a rookie like warren come in and even though he didn't produce a whole lot in the run game to be able to produce other spots and to be able to be like listen i you know if worse comes to worse i'll take over as needed and stuff and i thought he's flashed some pretty good uh stuff in the preseason to be able to be like listen i'll I'll be able to take over the bell cow role for a little bit i'll be able to do what's asked of me even as simplistic as blocking um as you know non-flashy that shows up on my stats yeah i I thought he looked really good i mean obviously regardless of not running the ball because Najee couldn't even get going so obviously no there was something wrong with the line certainly it wasn't uh Jalen Warren or Najee's fault there it was just the line so yeah I thought Jalen Warren looked really good blocking as well um pass catchers I'll just kind of lump pass catchers so we can cover Pat too here um but man I, I felt like first half they were pretty non-existent actually the whole game they were kind of non-existent but definitely the first half everybody was just uh, uh non-existent in this whole game right. um Patting up with a pretty good stat line. Man, Deontay Johnson had a heck of a catch on the sideline. One-handed grab, got his feet in bounds. Yep. Man, that's going to be a good – that's got to be top five catches this whole season. I'm calling it. That that was a solid catch. All I'm saying is if that was Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, people would be losing their crap. But it's, oh, yeah. it's Deontay Johnson, and we'll just, we're not even going to act like it happened apparently. So. Of course, of course. 
Um, yeah, no, that was pretty cool. Chase had a really nice catch that was from behind. It yes. wasn't for a whole lot of yards, but it was a nice one-handed grab. Uh, and, I mean, the, the announcer even announced, like, how do you block somebody with that kind of catch radius? Like, that far behind them, they're able just to snag it. Yeah, um, looked like a baby Megatron and, in that pen. Chase, you know, had a pretty good day running the ball. Yeah, he <laughs> As did. weird as it is, he, he led us in rushing. Yep. Um, and so he did pretty good there. Pat, I thought, was was great. Um you know, I, I think he did everything that's asked. He was able to make some tough catches. He was able to continue to run after the catch. And I don't know. I was very impressed with Pat, the rest of them. It was nice. I just felt like they weren't getting open as much as I would have liked them to. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of times when, like, Mitch would have, uh, you know, a couple of seconds or whatever. He'd look down the field, look down the field, look down the field. And then he, like, started to run. And it's almost like... At least my thought process and what's happened with Ben in the past is all of a sudden, okay, this wide receiver's like, oh, okay, Ben's starting to run. I'm going to run here because mm-hmm. I can get open, or I'm going to cut back down or something like that, and Ben would throw it to him. Right. And it was just almost like the guys were just kind of standing there and like, oh, okay, Mitch is running. It's it's fine, whatever. Yeah. It's like, well, no, maybe you should try to get Backyard open so ball. he can. Yeah, yeah I, I, was, um, I was a little surprised by that, too. I couldn't tell if it was the receivers just weren't getting open, if, if, if it was Mitch not getting a good reads and I, I don't know it was it was weird yeah you just didn't see the plays downfield you just, just kind of saw that short passing game that we're used to and when Mitch did try to force the ball downfield it was either overthrown or just overthrown or out of bounds or into the dirt it was just like a weird feel like the offense just couldn't get that momentum going um really at all yep. um I was really bummed too that George Pickens really didn't get that many targets at all um yeah. he was kind of not even a part of the squad it felt like um, right yeah, and I knew he was getting frustrated too, um, but his time will come. It's, yeah. you know, week one. Things happen, you know, they'll, they'll work on getting that all hammered out and stuff. Right. And, you know, now that there's one live action game under the wraps, let's hope we continue to progress in Build a on positive that. manner. That's right. That's especially right. that line. Yeah, that line. Uh, so I guess now that we've covered all the offense, what do you, what's your grade for this performance and this win? Uh,. I'm going to have to go with a C minus. We made the plays that we needed to at the end, but I felt like it was so sporadic Mm -hmm. that, you know, it was kind of like, okay, we had an okay performance, but for it going 10 minutes overtime and 60 minutes worth of a game, so 70 minutes total, having a total of 269 yards worth of offense, um, between 75 yards rushing and 194 yards passing. Um, well, I guess technically 192. That's just, no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that to me is, it's below average. Yep. yep. I'm actually with you. I'm going C- minus as well, man. I think that, I know we're going to get into this when we go over defense, but five turnovers that our defense got for us. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, not trying to spoil it for, for defense here, but five turnovers we got in the offense, we got 17 points off turnovers, one mm-hmm. being on from the defense there, that touchdown. But And then it's like the offense can't produce any more than that with those right. five turnovers. That's that's unacceptable. Like yes. You get five turnovers, and somehow this went into overtime when we didn't turn it over once, right. plus five. Yeah. Like, give me a break. So, yeah, that's that, I think that was the, the, the thing most to me, that just the inconsistency on offense was still there. It was like Ben obviously left – but it just still felt like we were kind of still stuck in that same like mm-hmm. inconsistency and like couldn't get that momentum going, get those points uh, chugging along. But um, there was some good, there was some bad, there was some ugly. But you know, I mean, 
we made it happen. We made it work and, and won the game ultimately. But, yeah, there's some work to be done on the offense, and I think um, obviously it starts with the line too for sure. Um, okay, so moving over to the defense, the highlight of this game, man. Absolutely. Highlight was our defense. Our defense went off. Our went defense to town. <laughs> probably had the most impressive week one defensive stature that I've probably ever seen of the Steelers and maybe ever for I was gonna a week say, one performance I, or, or all the teams. A matchup anytime. Like I can't remember us getting like just doing that well in all facets of defense. Right. You know, rush defense, pass defense. Yeah, when you say you fight, you know, you go up against the Super Bowl runner-ups that made it to the Super Bowl that overhauled their O-line to stop people from hitting their all-star quarterback who has an all-star wide receiver. Um, you know, it, it's one of those where it's like you're already considered the underdog because you people don't trust your offense and they know you have a good defense. People really undersold how good our defense can be. Yep. Um, I mean, Minka had a pick six. Cam Sutton had a pick, and he had one that he almost should have had in the end zone, and he had another one he called back because he passed interference the person. Um, you know, uh, TJ TJ had a pick. Um, Akello. Akello Witherspoon had a pick. Cam Hayward grabbed the ball out of the air, but it was considered a <laughs> Not fumble. Not a pick, yeah. I mean, when – you know, there was a stat that came up, and it was in the third quarter. It was the Bengals' first punt of the game. Right. And when it came to that, I posted on Twitter, and I said, if you were, if I was to just give you one stat line and say the Bengals' first punt of the game came with, like, eight minutes left in the third quarter, what's your first reaction? I would have thought we were absolutely getting slaughtered. Yeah. Like, my first thought is – if I hadn't watched the game, I was like, oh, man, we, we've got to be down like 35 to 10. Yeah. Like, we got to be getting killed. And it was because we were just taking the ball taking from them it away. every possession. Yeah. Or they were going for it on fourth down and getting turnovers. Like, Oh, yeah. We, we dominated them on every single facet. Oh, it's insane, man. They'll get the sacks that we got, seven sacks, four interceptions, one fumble recovery. Turnover on down, blocked extra point. I mean, like, that stat line alone is just nuts. Like, mm -hmm. you'd be lucky to get one of those, um, one or two of those things in a, in a game. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just crazy that we did it against such a high-powered offense, too. You know what I mean? Right. That's what's just bizarre to me. And to, to back up to this whole thing, too, to start this game off for, I mean, we got the ball first. We received it. Went three and out, I believe. Yep. We kicked, we punted the ball out to the, and uh, the Bengals started off. Burrow gets sacked on first down. Okay, second, 15, pick six by Minka. I mean, just what, what a statement to make for the defense to just come out and be like, you know what, offense, we got, we got you, we got you. We're, we're going to put some points on the board, take some, take some uh, pressure off you guys. Just incredible. I mean, like, I was just blown away. I remember just texting you and be like, dude, what is happening? Like, what, what is going on right now? Another pick, another pick, another pick. Yeah. Burrow looked rattled. Rattled. Like, Burrow looked like a rookie. Um, and that was just because we – our defense just came out with a fire, and they had this grit, tenacity, and just nastiness about them. Minka was an absolute animal. He as was much as I love TJ, and I think he is, like, the captain of the defense and controls it all, Minka came out 
wanting to take somebody's head off. Yep. And just being all over the place. I mean, at one point, I really thought him and Mixon were going to get into it in the middle oh, of the field yeah. because Mixon it was kept scrappy. Mixon like kept telling him he was short or whatever, and him and TJ kept popping him and like they were just going at it. And it, it was one of those where Minka was everywhere making all the plays. He was the one who blocked the extra point to yeah. send it to overtime. Um, he played his tail off. He played fantastic. Um, and it was nice to see, like, the stat line's not going to sound super great, but our run defense looked much better. Oh, it looked great. Um Again, you got to think this is 70 minutes worth of football instead of your typical 60 minutes worth of football. Um, And our offense really sputtered. Uh, I'm sure there's time of possession here that uh, I can bring up. Yeah, we had 26 minutes and 17 seconds worth of time of possession. So the Bengals had the ball for 43 minutes and 43 seconds. They ran 94 plays. 94 plays, and we allowed 133 yards. Which sounds like a lot, and it technically is, but that most of that I would say came in the fourth quarter, fourth yeah. quarter and overtime. Yeah, they is started to get, build a little bit momentum, um, and honestly, more of it came when Burrow started to run. Uh, you know, Burrow alone averaged seven point eight yards per carry, and so that you know that changes the dynamic a little bit. Our run defense looked good. Our pass defense looked good. I was kind of worried about how our corners were going to look. Yeah. Sutton, I think, looked great. Uh, Akello, I think he looked good overall. Um, you know, it was sad to see Levi go out. Yeah, but hopefully Levi he's okay. Levi made some good good plays. Terrell Edmonds looked good. Yep. Minka looked great. Uh, Devin Bush even played good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those where he didn't make a mistake. He actually looked like he was supposed to be a football player there. Um, Miles Jack was solid. Our front four was nasty as can be. Yep. It was just a dominating performance. It really was. That could go down in history as one of the best week ones ever in Steelers history or maybe even NFL history, and it's all going to be overshadowed because T.J. Watt got hurt. Yep, I agree. That is, that's the unfortunate part of it, the whole thing. I mean, the defense just played lights out. It, it's funny, too, that, like, you think the rotation pieces you saw come in for, you know, Corner, Mallette, and Sutton, and those guys, and uh, you think uh, DeMarvin Leal coming in, and Ogan Joby coming in. It just seemed like it didn't matter what jersey number you were looking at that was playing a Steelers uniform. They were playing solid. Oh, like, yeah. It was almost like, man, Tomlin really hit the nail on the head with – with your roster right now, like at least defensive roster. Correct. I mean, th- it, those are some dudes on that defense. Um, everybody, everybody looked good. And I honestly really no complaints about any, and we usually are always harping on Devin Bush, but yeah, I agree with you, Devin man. Bush, Devin Terrell looked Edmonds, solid, man. You know, we give crap to a lot. Yep. They just, um, they just all looked in sync. Looked like the communication was really good on defense, which was awesome. Cause I feel like that's always like a week one, iffy kind of thing maybe it was Latrobe helping them you know get on the same page again I don't know man but uh it's just it was cool to see them play as like such a cohesive unit and such a dominating cohesive unit um defensively was insane I'm so pumped and I don't know what your grade's gonna be but I'm excited to hear it (laughs) it it can't be any worse than a plus let's go plus (laughs) plus like they I, I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. If our defense holds teams under 21 points, we can win any game. Yeah. And 
Week one proved it. Yep. Some weird things that we'll get into when we switch over to special teams that <laughs> helped it, but we held them under 21 yeah. because our defense played absolutely lights out. Lights out. Yeah, I'm with you, A-plus, man, cause, and I don't know how many A-pluses we've ever given out on our gradings. Oh, man, it's it's if it's – it's few and far between right. if it right. if it has been given out. Um but yeah, you have to. This was a this was a performance by the defense that I don't think I've ever really seen. I mean, we've seen them get a lot, bunch of sacks. We've seen them get maybe one or two turnovers, but five, right. seven sacks. Oh man. This insane. Yeah. Uh, a plus for the defense. Everybody played lights out. Um special teams. Special teams was weird. Very weird. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk about this one here for a second. So this is for both teams. Usually I feel like we don't have to get too far into this one, but um, <laughs> this one is a little bit different. So first of all, we'll, I'll just get it out of the way. Presley Harvin, he didn't do horrible, but he was still inconsistent. Still inconsistent. Had yes. some nice boomers, and then he followed it up with like a 40-yarder. Yeah. Um, more positives than negatives, Yeah, I would say. And he punted it eight times, so they're, you right. know – more than likely going to be negatives in there, but I, I'll take the the increase onto that. Now we get on to the special teams, and it's surprisingly more on the Bengals than on us. Um, you know, you think Evan McPherson, you think he was a rookie last year, and he had an outstanding season, and he's as solid as a rock. Um, I mean, he drilled a 59-yarder early in the game. It was one where when I seen him drill it, I was like, he could have drilled that thing from 60. 70. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I was, it was 65. Yeah, stupid. it was insane. Um, he absolutely bombed it, and it was right down the middle. Something happened. I don't know what play it was. I don't know how it happened. Their long snapper injured his shoulder and was out for the game. And so, you people joke, and they're like, oh, you know, how, how big could a long snapper actually mean to the team and things like that. And it's like, well, we found out real quick. It came how back much. to bite him real quick. Yep. Because it was a tight end who was doing the long snapping duties and could do it. A little bit slower on the draw than, you know, your typical long snapper. So Minka blocks the punt or blocks the extra point to send it to overtime. Mm-hmm. You then they get there and they're I don't know it's maybe a twenty five yard twenty eight yard field goal, and. Super high snap, gets down, does, isn't able to get the laces turned, otherwise it's going to get blocked again, and boom, Shanks way it. left. Um, which, I mean, that's one of the biggest things for a kicker. Laces out, mm-hmm. never facing towards me. And the guy just didn't have time because, again, the, the backup long snapper really, really uh, pooched him. And it gave us a chance to win. And then we go down, <laughs> and wouldn't you know, Vaz, Mr. Automatic from 55, bangs it. I mean, absolutely just bangs it. I can still hear the the sound (laughs) off the upright. And at that point, I'm like, all right, we're just going to tie this Something's got to give. There's like two and a half minutes left in overtime. I'm still sad about TJ. I can't believe any of this is happening. Like, I feel like I'm just going to wake up from a dream. I don't care if it's a tie at this point. I just want the game to be over. And then lo and behold, the fumble from, you know, the Bengals that they end up recovering, they have to punt, they give us too much time, and boom, Boz makes it from 53. Like, an insane turn of events. It was a crazy ending to that game, man. I mean, for the Bengals to score with, what, five seconds left, two? Two seconds left. Two seconds left. And, yeah, like you said, that was was to tie it up, and the extra point would have won it. It gets blocked. And then just to go through the sequence of events, like you said, it's a crazy ending, crazy finish to the game. 
Um, yeah, I mean, special teams too on both sides were a little bit rough, but uh, it was just, I feel like it was one of those games, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, uh, the conditions weren't even that bad. It was just weird circumstances. Oh, such weird things <laughs> happened. Uh, Boswell finished with three of four. Uh, uh, Harvin, like you said, 48.5 average, which really isn't horrible in the grand scheme of it, but right. uh, his long was 60. But um, hopefully he can just get a little bit better punts. And uh, I feel like just that consistency from him would be nice because I, I remember there was one in particular that we got stopped, or maybe it was the one that Boswell missed, and then we we got, we'd got it back. I don't remember when it was, but we needed a boomer from him because uh, the field position we were in maybe backed up. And uh, – and I, don't f- I feel like you've got it like just past their 50 or something like that. And I was just like, ah, oh, darn. Yeah. That's where we wanted a little bit better kick. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, take what we can. But, um, you know, Boswell was, other than his doink, uh, he uh, 53 to win it as a solid yep. kick. Uh, and solid. if he misses it, we go and tie that thing up. So it was final five seconds of the game, whatever it was. So, yeah, big time kick from Boz. And, uh, I feel like, you know, the one miss, he gets that out of the way. Yeah, no, yep. Now he won't miss for the rest of the year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think about special teams? What do you th- what do you think for a grade? Our special teams didn't do bad, and we only missed one. Um, and so I'm going to go with just a solid B. Uh, they did what they were supposed to. Um, Olszewski even made a nice punt return. Yeah, good point. Yep. Uh, I thought he looked pretty shifty there. And did pretty well. It was a 20-yard punt return, so that's pretty solid. And so overall, I think they did what they were supposed to do. It was just really, really weird special teams on both sides combined yep. that, that caused this game to just extend its life. Right, yep. <laughs> I mean, Boswell missed the one field goal, like I said, and um, but you know was solid from there on out. And uh, Harvin had a decent average. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think B is a fair grade. I'll go with you. I'll piggyback on that. Um, I think it's a fair grade to give a, a group, especially with like, you know, like you said, the, the punt return by Gunner was a, a good, nice flashy play. Um, Boz kicking a game winning field goal <laughs> per usual, it seems like. And, yep. uh, and just, you know, good overall finish from those guys. Um, okay. And to wrap up the video, I guess too. MVP of this game. I think it has to be Minka. I don't know if you can give it to anybody else. I mean, there's other people that are definitely deserving of it as well. But when you say Minka has a pick six, Minka had 14 tackles, 10 solo. Uh, Minka had the blocked extra point. I mean, Minka to me did everything pretty much there's one other guy that i would probably give it to and i'll see if you can think of who it is since i stole minka from you it'd either be tj nope surprisingly no cam sutton no oh okay that would have been my two guesses high smith high smith oh yeah three sacks huh three sacks force fumble yeah honestly i i would i'm gonna say minka as well like you said i don't know if you can say anybody else but other than tj getting injured he had a heck of a game too i mean he had the he had a he had, pick. He had two pass defenses. Yeah, I was going to say he swat. A sack. I mean, he, he filled the stat line. He was already going for uh, defensive player of the year again. Uh, but, yeah, Highsmith is another good one. But, yeah, Minka with 14 tackles, the block, the pick six. I mean, he was flying all over the field, hitting everybody, hitting Mixon, getting into it with him. I mean, he was acting like a bully out there. And uh, it was, it was, was sweet. He was cracking people. He was, man. Uh, yeah, heck of a heck of a game from him. Um I really could have given it to a lot of the defenders as well. I mean, if you didn't go with Minka, it was going to be someone else on the defense, I'm sure. Nobody really on the offense was going to get it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he had arguably probably the best 
game in a Steelers uniform mm-hmm. thus far. So, um, yeah, heck of a game by him. Got an LVP? Yeah, I'm going to say our O-line as a whole <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. is just an LVP, just for the simple fact that, again, more often than not, it was hike, and if there was any blitz whatsoever, there was more Bengals back there than Steelers linemen were. Yeah. I mean, it was it was bad. Yeah, I remember watching a replay, and it was one where we thought we were going to run it every play and just to kind of end the game or whatever. And oh, yeah. Because of Najee's injury, we had to use a timeout instead of the Bengals. So we didn't, and we threw, threw it. it. And they blitzed on that side. It was literally three Bengals behind our O-line as Mitch threw it. Yeah. And it's like, how how much, like, you didn't even give him Do a you full hate second the guy? and a half. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it was just bad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I can't really fault. Obviously, the defense was A-plus, so I can't even – talk about that side of the ball if you look on the offense side of the ball it's like you can't fault anybody on the offense without starting with the line so i'm gonna copy you again <laughs> and choose right. the line because it's not like you can point at Najee, you point at mitch and point at the wide receivers and say ah oh, yeah i wish those guys would have done better blah, blah, blah. well it all starts with the line and the, right. li- the line they didn't play they didn't play the worst we've ever seen but nope. they, they didn't play great and right we I don't know what more we expected because we knew the unit we were getting in preseason. Correct. What to expect, but yeah, it's just like man. I will say I feel real bad for Mason Cole because middle of this game when he went down with an injury, we learned real real quick that he definitely is the best lineman that we got because J C Hassenhauer almost screwed us over. Oh, I know. If he wouldn't, if Mitch wouldn't have just snagged that snap, like his Bengals yep. were. Picking that sucker up because Trey was right there, yep. and Bengals were picking it up and running it the other way for six. Yep. So we learned who the best one is, but unfortunately he's right in the middle, and the other two on each side seem to be bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was mad at Dan Moore for that. Uh, it was Ugh. a holding call, too, that brought us back. Yep. Yeah. He's yeah, because he's been he... struggling with that. Yeah. He just slammed the guy into the ground. He had outside the shoulder pads and just twisted and slammed yeah. them to the ground. If he would have been inside the shoulder pads, it would have been a great block. Right, great yeah. Pan- pancake, but him, Akoa 4 didn't look good. Daniels didn't look good. Dotson didn't look too good. <laughs> Injuries looked real bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Refs sucked. Yeah, the refs were a little rough on some of the calls, but. Yeah, listen, refs. Speaking of that, before we end, listen, if y'all are going to call something against us, you better call it against the Bengals, too, because there was a couple of things that I thought they were pretty ticky-tacky on us for, and then they went and didn't call it on the Bengals, and I'm like, okay, listen here, you homers. <laughs> yeah, like, homers. I will say, though, as much as I hate the taunting, really enjoyed that taunting on Jamar Chase because it really helped us out. Oh, yeah, with, with Witherspoon? Yeah. When he ripped the mouthpiece off of him? Oh, yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how you be an instigator and get the call. <laughs> yeah, I think taunting is a stupid penalty, but it's in the league, so guess what? I'll take it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, hey, starting off the year, it's this one, like we said, you know, to, to start this video, it's, it's hard to kind of take this victory and be like, you know, keeping your chin held high and be like, yeah, we got the week one dub and it was against the Cincinnati Bengals who's been talking smack. And 
I don't know. It's just like it's a different feeling though, because you know we don't know what's gonna happen with Watt, and just like we know it's probably not good. You know he's missing games, you just don't know how many. Right. And uh, it's just kind of an uneasy feeling. It's like should I be excited? Should I be depressed? <laughs> it's like it's a hard one to kind of digest. And uh, uh, I'm happy that we started week one with a win, and it was on the road against a division opponent, which is huge. Um, but it is yes. kind of a tough pill to swallow with Watt, knowing what the what what's gonna happen with him. So. Right. I don't know. It's a tough one, but man, I'm I'm super happy that we got the W, and we'll just kind of focus on that and go for week two, huh? Want to know? Want to know, baby? Yep. All right, you got anything else to add, man? No. That's all I, I got. That's it. Sweet. It was a wonderful week one of full of surprises. Full of surprises. A very strange, weird game, but I'm happy we came out with the win. So, all right, man. Well, if that's all we got. I guess we'll uh, finish this thing off and uh, go Steelers. Go Steelers.